All right, enough. We're back. We're back. We're back. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the rumor mill. Uh, Drag Race is back. Evan Ayers is back. George is back. And Jimmy is back. Get ready. We've got season 12. Hello, my friends. How are you both doing today? Exhausted, girl. So, yeah, it is Monday. It is Monday in the district. We are exhausted, but we are here happy to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race season 12. Uh, I missed you guys last week. Thank you so much to Daddy Joe Batanz for. Oh, lower my gain. Thank you so much, Daddy Joe Batanz, for uh, covering for me. It was a lovely episode, and I definitely enjoyed listening and missed you guys very much. Um, We've got a lot to talk about this week. So, before we get into the rumors, tea, and speculation, for RuPaul's Drag Race Season 12, Episode 2. I just want to catch up with you guys. George, I've actually like been very lucky to like see you a little more recently in, in the coming last weeks in D.C. I feel like we've like actually caught up, which has been nice. We have. Yeah, yeah. it's been fantastic. So Evan and I hate each other and never see each other off the podcast, mm-hmm. which is kind of great. I'm just kidding. It's really- um, Yeah, I, I actually, Evan and I have been spending so much time together. Yeah. It's really, really great, especially just because like I'm going to be leaving uh, to New York um in the coming month and it's just it's nice to see evan kind of like you like visit your grandma and like in the nursing home before you go to college because you (laughs) don't really know if she's gonna be there when you get back i want to know what's gonna happen so jorge when you move to um new york what's gonna happen to this friendship um it's just gonna go away forever yeah this is it forever yeah Um, we're just gonna say like peace it was nice so evan evan George goes to New York more than you, based on what I see on social media. Is New York, like, not your thing? Do you not have time for it? Like, why are you not captivated by the city? Thank you for asking, Jimmy. Um, (laughs) I actually really do like New York a lot. I just don't really tend to, like, I don't have a lot of friends up there. And so I need, like, a very specific, like, reason to go. I've been in the last, like, maybe year probably once or twice, and it was for a quick weekend. I don't know. I just, like, New York is... How far away is it? How far away is it? It's a... Three-hour train ride or a four-hour bus. It's a six-pack um, of White Claw. It's a lot. Yeah. So it's, it's like a day trip or like a weekend trip. It's a weekend trip for – that's what uh, – yeah, I usually go for it the weekend. And, I mean, it's super easy. Like, just hop on the train after work on Friday. Yeah, get the, there, the train is the best way to get there. stay with your friend. And that is so cool. Come back. Yeah, you, I'll usually even, like, come back Monday mornings and, like, still at work on time. Damn. And so, yeah, so you are – you're doing that, but – not for long like no. you guys george you want to share so my my boyfriend started his job uh last week so he is there already which is kind of cool but i miss him uh i see him on the weekend still um and then i have been applying everywhere um i am actually in like the final stages of an interview with the same brokerage that i work for oh. i'm doing the exact same thing which is really really great and i'm hoping to hear something like this week the coffee place right yeah, I'm well, going to be working at a coffee love shop. Love that, yeah. love that. Mm-hmm. That's so exciting. And I feel like that's a very, like, classic, like, I don't know, mid-20s, like, life change. Like, things just are, like, falling into place so quickly for you. I'm very happy to see it. Thank you. I'm I'm so excited. And you're going to have a place to visit or a place to stay when you visit now. Mm, I can't wait. Where are you guys trying to look? Or what's your, like... Um, so I want to live in Hell's Kitchen because, like, that's, like, the gayborhood. In, yeah, that's where all the young gays are. That's where I want to be. But it's really far from where I'd be working. Mm-hmm. So I think we want to maybe do something like Midtown or Chelsea. A lot of people are saying go to Chelsea, but it's kind of expensive there. I've, I've, heard, Chelsea, I've heard Chelsea. She's quite. on a budget, too. So J- Jimmy, do you know anything She's about New York? Chelsea sounds crazy. I've been to New York literally two times, and they were both for, like, school trips. Um, oh. So, like, I was really busy while I was there. 
Um, and my mom was m- the teacher who took me. <laughs> so I didn't get like a super great like feeling of what New York is, but I've seen it. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. I feel like you, I love it. Yeah. I was going to say you've, I, I feel like you've love, been itching to love, go. Love, love, love it. Yeah. I, I would love to visit right and just like be able to like experience it in, in a more adult sense than just like, Oh, I'm, Walking through the streets of New York, but I'm just going to this convention center. Yeah. Now, when I move there, you'll have someone to stay with, and I'll be able okay, to take perfect. you to bar. Bring, make sure to bring I, your mom, though. Right. Yeah, she has to come. <laughs> bring your mom, and then make sure you meet invite Jamila, too. <laughs> or maybe. Oh, my gosh. Um, and she'll have us. And, and Jimmy, how are you doing, my friend? Our friend. Oh, I'm good. I'm, like, up to... The same old stuff, but I did want to address last week. We talked about um, Wendy Williams comments. Um, and I said, jo- George and I were talking about it and we were just like, Oh my God, she's Wendy Williams. Like she's funny. We don't care. And I feel like people didn't get like, we were like, yes, that we weren't serious. Like Wendy Williams can get away with it. Like truly like what she said was transphobic and it wasn't okay. And I think think, this podcast is serious. (laughs) Right. 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 But I just wanted to say like, we were more of what we were saying is that the drag Queens that were responding to it, like them acting like it was about them. It just felt off and wrong because it, it was really an act towards trans people. We weren't saying that because it's an attack towards trans people that, it's okay. We were just saying that drag queens were acting like it was about them. And really it affects the trans community and hashtag trans rights. Hashtag trans so, rights. Did and someone, did someone like, trans rights. Were you like losing sleep over this or did, did people call you out for it? No, Joe said something to me that some people thought like kind of misconstrued what we thought. And I just mm. wanted to be clear. Like I, fully support the trans community. I fully think that the Wendy Williams comment was transphobic and not excusable and not okay. You heard it first. And thank, and we appreciate everyone's, uh, anyone time, anyone, someone sends us feedback or sends us a message. Uh, it's always appreciated. And anytime that you have something uh, negative to say, you can send it to racechaser at gmail.com. <laughs> that's uh, Evan's personal that's email. That's my personal the email. Best <laughs> drag race. If you if you want to know if you really want to know what it's like to really complain about a podcast about drag queens, you you got to listen to Race Chaser. Um, Well, thank you for addressing that, Jimmy. I actually really did not get a chance to finish the episode last week that you guys did because I actually was in San Francisco last week, which is why Joe was in for me. And one, I girl, I am so tired. So, Jimmy, you were asking like, do I like New York? I definitely am more of a California girl. Um, You like the pace. I like the slow pace. I just, I don't know. It's like, it's such a, it's a bigger city. It's like gorgeous, but it kind of stinks. It's like kind of a, I don't know. It's very much my vibe. I, I don't know. Um, but I am just, like, I, stinky. Ew. Yeah, I like, it's like got some grunge to it. I like that. Like DC is very clean. It's a very, very Have you ever been to KC? Have you ever been to Kansas city? I have. Why would we have been there? Yeah. Who? <laughs> have you? It's a state capital. I'm sure he has. Kansas city. Missouri. Can we stick capital of okay, Kansas. Ma'am. No. I'm just giving you shit. I'm so I'm sorry. Gonna, but... I... oh. Okay. Anyway, Kansas City's cool, but I was just going to say it's kind of stinky. 
Yeah, a little grunge. Yeah, everybody, 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 everybody would love it. Fit then. right in. If it's stinky, then I'm not the stinkiest one. I love it. Fly under the radar. Jesus. Um, but no, Wait, I you am. You say LA is stinkier than New York. Is what? Is you're saying LA is stinkier than New York? Uh, no, nothing. I don't think anywhere is stinkier than than New York. Like a New right, York okay, summer. Okay, okay, like okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I I do enjoy San Francisco, but it was a very long week, and I am truly paying for it now in terms of like being exhausted. I. I'm also in the process of getting an apartment. My boyfriend and I uh, went under contract in a place, which is really fun being on this side of the home buying experience. And by fun, I mean, it is very stressful and very, very like kind of nerve wracking. So between that and a very, very long, like week, week previously, a long weekend, I am so beat, but I am so excited to talk about the beats of faces of these Queens this season. Um, yes. So I, kind of want to just like get your guys's like input or like kind of obviously we had the first episode was last week or mm-hmm. friday was it thursday or friday i was it was on friday okay uh, it was friday, it friday. Friday. it's still thursday in yeah, yeah. it's so heartening you know <laughs> trans it's on the other side of the world it's crazy it's like a different world over there um no no i um i had the pleasure of watching it alone in my hotel room thanks to joe Batanz, so hooking me up with a like um a code to watch it and so I had a very interesting oh. experience, but I would love to hear both of your thoughts on the first episode. We have the season 12 of fucking Drag Race, Ugh. like giving me season six vibes cut in half. Um, what do you guys think? What was your impressions of the first episode? Jimmy, do you, okay. mind, if I go, oh, do you mind if I go first? Because I know you're just going to be way better than yes, mine. Yes, go ahead. Okay. I'll just yeah. get that out of the okay. way. Okay. <laughs> I, I want to hear, I want to hear like where you were watching and I want to hear yeah. your whole experience. So I watched it and I will continue to watch it at bars. I really like the energy there during drag race. And it also like is very acceptable for me to just like scream at the top of my lungs. I can't really do that in my apartment because people live there. Um, so I watched it at this bar called trade. It's like a dive bar in, in DC. Um, and they have like a giant green there that they, play it on it's really great um super packed there was a huge line to get in which is absurd because it was a thursday or it was a friday night Mm. at like eight um so that was surprising and it got packed like an hour before it started too um people were howling like screaming um as if it were like this season finale and like they just did like a backflip on stage. Like it happened at least three times. People were so excited about this. Um, they had a very, they had reactions to some of the queens that surprised me, both negatively and positively. And we can, I guess, we'll talk about that in detail later. Yep. Um, but overall, like case. it was a mess. It was fun. And hands down, like, I think everyone agreed that it was the best episode that has aired on Drag Race in quite a while. I would have to agree, for sure. I'm yeah, Jimmy, I'll, I'll, absolutely. Go. I third it. Yeah. How was yours, Jimmy? Because you actually got to do it with one of the queens. Yes. Okay. So Crystal is doing a viewing party here in Springfield. She's not at it every time because she needs to make coin and travel. But her mm-hmm. sister's in her girl group are hosting it when she's not there, but she was there for um, the premiere and it was so cool to watch. Um, I literally sat like with her at the table. I felt way more important than I am. I literally just sat there. I Looking good, by the way. I wasn't invited. so good. Yeah. You guys, if you guys, oh, yes, thank that, you. Is that photo on your Instagram or did she post that? 
Both. Um, it's on my Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You guys, listeners, you guys should definitely check out Jimmy's Instagram. He posted a photo um, from the premiere with um, a few Chris- queens, including Crystal. Girl, was, you like laying on you pretty much. Fucking. You were supporting. Yeah. Literally supporting I her. Always support Crystal. Come on, supporting actress. How was the yeah. energy? How was the energy though? Like, or in terms of like, how was the bar? Was the crowd? Obviously, they must have been living for her. That's so cool. I always think it's so cool when you can watch the show in the presence of one of oh, the queens I, on it. Yes, um, it was. It was so cool. Um, we did it in this bar. It's actually a straight bar. I mean, it's not really like. It's just like a, a like young people bar. That's definitely not just for gay people. Applebee's. Um, Applebee's. It was at an Applebee's uh, <laughs> on, on Campbell. Um, no, it was, it was, but Crystal knows like the owners of this bar. And so it has like the right vibe and it has enough space for it. But she doesn't really have like the best relationship with like our home bar. So she wasn't going to host the one there. So she, she figured out this arrangement and it was, it's just so interesting because it's not a gay bar and it doesn't have a stage. And like, it was an interesting group of people because it was more of like, it wasn't like all the gays because the gays just went to the bars and like the gay bars that were doing it. It was like mm-hmm. crystals, like people in Springfield who are straight, who are like also drag fans who were there. So it was a very interesting crowd. Mm-hmm. And it was like, so the experience of like what people cheered at was very interesting to me. Of course, everybody really loved Crystal. Everybody really loved um, Widow because she's also a Missouri girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, everybody w- cheered for Gigi because she's stunning. Um, but those were definitely the three people like at the viewing party here in Springfield that everyone was like living for and everyone was cr- crazy for. Mm-hmm. Um, but cr- it it was it was so cool because Crystal would give us like little tidbits. She like did her rap for us. Um, and she like spilled some tea. Nice. So. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. she, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's always interesting. I feel like if I was a queen on the show, I would be an absolute mess in terms of like getting a little tipsy and letting all the I'd secrets be, out. I'd be on the floor. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Taking drinking. shots um, after shot. Yeah. Do you have any tea to share? Yes. I'll share this one little tidbit. That was one of my favorite things that, um, she said may or may not have been true, but right after um, Widow and Heidi choreographed the number, they told the girls, okay, that's it. Um, we're done. And they hadn't even choreographed like two seconds of it. And they all thought that like their time to choreograph was done. And they were like, fuck, what are we going to do? And all that happened was the camera people went home and then they kept working on the dance for four more hours. And then oh. they came in the next day and they had more rehearsal time with an, a real actual choreographer who helped them like cleaning everything up. Yeah, I thought I actually find that really not surprising, but I actually like learning that because I've always wondered what they do after they stop airing because the girls every time there's a choreo, there's choreo, they're like, "Oh, I stayed up all night like practicing my choreo." I'm like, "Where were you practicing this? Were you like in your room?" That's apparently they're all together doing it. Yeah. I mean, I kind of had that experience uh, in my hotel room alone in San Francisco, but I was learning. learning I was love. learning the stupid love choreography. <laughs> Let me tell you, I got Did it. Did you down. get it down? I got okay, it good. down. God bless her. Um, yeah, that's very cool, though. And I wonder if any of the camera people told them nothing you do or say matters unless those cameras are on before they left. <laughs> is that what yeah. you call? I think that is nice. probably the parting line when they leave. Loves it, loves it. Um, so, how are, so how was it with you, Evan, and the the Domino's delivery guy? That was <sighs> okay. First of all, it was a wing. Um, 
So I watched it in my bed alone. And honestly, it was the recipe was there for me to like not be impressed because I feel like the feel like drag race is like typically more enjoyable when you watch it with people or at a bar. Cause mm-hmm. you get that like camaraderie. When I tell you, like I, I did a couple gay Paul Abdul claps. I like screamed. Yes. I was completely sober. Um, I was really, really, really impressed. And what I like about the season so far, well, only one episode in, but like we kind of knew what was going to happen, but there were so many things that surprised me which is exactly what I want in Drag Race. The characters, I love, 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 love that they split the cast again. It's Like I said, it reminds me of season six, which is arguably one of the best seasons. And I like that we're getting to meet everyone individually um, with a certain amount of time. Uh, and so far, I feel like everyone really, really delivered. The looks were great. Mm-hmm. I thought Nicki Minaj was an exceptional yeah. guest judge. Yes. So good. Um, and I like, it's because you after 12 seasons, I think it's really easy for the show to kind of feel repetitive. And I was kind of feeling that with season 11, not in a bad way, but I just, it kind of felt predictable. And so far I feel like this cast is so diverse in terms of their talents, their abilities. And like the things that I'm like, not like, I'm not expecting, like I didn't expect to be so charmed by Heidi in closet, her calling a lep, her like dress, the leprosy print, (laughs) like, come on. That's like, that's what I sign up for when I watch drag race. Um, and I thought the fucking lip sync was so good. Yeah. Did you guys like, I, I think I tweeted it, but it's nice after watching Drag Race UK. It's nice seeing like fierce lip syncing like right off the bat. Yeah. I uh, loved Drag Race UK, but oh, I have to say, I do, yeah. it is nice to be reminded <laughs> what American drag is like. Yeah. yeah um, I I'm not agree. a nationalist. I'm not like usually proud of my country, but like the drag queens in America are the best drag queens. Period. 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 Um okay, I guess I get, now we're talking about actual specifics of the show. Mm-hmm. Um well first I want to talk about Squarespace. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um I completely agree with you on Nikki. I'm gonna be very honest with you. Like I do like her as an artist. Um, I wasn't extremely enthusiastic about her being on here. Like, I, I mean, it, it, I was so apathetic. I was like, Oh, Nikki, cool. She shocked me of how great of a judge she was. Like I was shook it. Like I was like these, co- the commentary that she was offering, mm-hmm. like fantastic. And some of the judges weren't even offering the type of commentary that she's offering. I screamed when she told Heidi, she goes, I hate, hate, hate your makeup. And I was like, Oh my God. Did she just say that? Can you imagine like, (laughs) that's your first, that's your first exposure on the runway. That's what you hear. I would be shook it. Yeah. I I do agree though. I also loved her and Nikki's entrance. Like so good. Oh, the bit with RuPaul. Yeah. I I would say like this episode was so well produced. Like, Good job to the producers. It was very well. It was really really good TV. Yeah. Um, A lot of my friends like kind of know what's happening because like they know I'm always spilling rumors to them. They listen to Race Chaser. (laughs) Um, They kind of like they knew what was happening, but they were gagged at like how the producers made it happen. Mm. Like even for me, like the way like they shocked the audience, like at the very end with Widow and and Gigi lip syncing for their legacies the bar was screaming and everyone was so confused because they're like, these people shouldn't be in the bottom. Right. And then like they um, threw that on us and justifiably so too, because when they split the cast in season six, they did eliminate someone from each one of those groups. Mm -hmm. So like I, for a second, I thought it was kind of like a cheap cop out in terms of like going for drama. Um, But when you think about actually those, yeah, those Queens, I really was like kind of surprised, even though I knew that no one was going home. I didn't know what 
if they were in the bottom, I would have been shook. Yeah. Um, what was um, what was y'all's opinions on like the queens, like their entrance looks to begin with? Anyone Jimmy? that stood out, or anyone that like you absolutely hated? Do we are we going to go in order that they came in? No, which is just your opinion. Yeah, let's just do like what's like what sticks out to you in terms of like I don't know when you think about the entrance. Like what's what's one that you're like when you're driving in traffic that you can't get your mind off of. I have mine. You guys go first, you, and then I will. I will. I'll, I'll follow it up as the as the drag queens of the show here. We will definitely we should go first. <laughs> right. Um, I was really really impressed with obviously Gigi Good's entrance look. I think I really enjoyed that. And I loved, 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 loved Widow Von Deuce. I usually don't love black on like like black um, like dresses or sequins because I feel like it doesn't show very well on camera. Um, but I thought she just looked like a fucking stunner, and I, I was really like immediately like taken by how much I like was like drawn to her, and her she won me over in two seconds. Um, yeah, those are the only two. Those your, not the your, only two. So Widow Von Deuce, your two. Who's your boot? Oh, who's the boot? Uh, RuPaul. <laughs> I disagree. I actually thought RuPaul looked great. I I loved his suit and I loved on the runway hair so good. Did you see someone said I didn't know Chara was hosting Drag Race? Oh, no, the hair. The hair. I actually think the hair is fantastic. Oh, I think it's cool. It's nice that it's different. Who yeah. who's doing it now that um, Delta's gone? Do I we think, know? I think Lori. I don't think it's a queen. No, it's oh you're, yeah, it isn't. It's Lori. <laughs> it's definitely Lori. Um, but yeah, I, I think his book's great. Um, my two, who do I, who did I love? I was screaming. Um, I actually am going to say, and I, I was just excited for this. I'm going to say that my favorite look was actually Crystal Methods. Which one was that again? <laughs> I'm, I'm getting <laughs> the, I, the end. I, yeah, I, I actually, she was my favorite. And I know I'm, I'm a little biased because she's now my favorite. Um, I really liked how like she didn't go for like that like beauty beauty look. Mm-hmm. Like she did something that I'm assuming is true to her drag, and I'm sure Jimmy can attest to this. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed it, and I and I I like how she wasn't scared to like think out of Jack in the Box. You know what I mean? I love, oh my god! <laughs> I literally got my hotel in San Francisco because it's close to a Jack in the Box, and it <laughs> fucking was closed due to a rat infestation. He was ruined. <laughs> he loves stinky. God. Um, um, my boot. My boot uh, made me upset. It was actually Jackie Cox, and I was giving so many praises to Jackie. She was my she before the show aired. She was my queen. Mm-hmm. She was like, "That's my winner." Um, Not impressed. I wasn't impressed with the look. It was surprisingly more polished than I, I pictured it to be because. For me, like Jackie's not known for her looks. Mm-hmm. Um, she seems a little a more boy, polished um, than I expected. But I, it wasn't my favorite. I'll take it. Yeah, I, I, I really, I actually really did like Jackie, and I feel, I feel like she's going to be the queen that I relate to the most this season, um, just because I feel like she's got an interesting story, and she's definitely like, I feel like she didn't totally get to shine this episode. Yeah, I want to talk about that more after okay. Jimmy. Okay. Yeah, Jimmy, what were your thoughts? Who stuck out? Toots, boots, shaboots, right? Yes. Okay. So I think Crystal's look, of course, it was fierce. It was very crystal. It was like, it's was literally quintessential crystal, crystal. It was crystal clear, bitch. Um, Gigi's look, I thought was very fashion, very Gigi, um, but still campy. She was a pirate and she mm-hmm. had the telescope. So I loved that look. Um, Sherry, she was like the pie. Oh, Sherry hasn't come in yet. Why did I think she? 
<laughs> what yep. episode were you watching? Who was it? Right? Um, no, it was um, Britta was also there. I don't even think I could tell you what she was wearing. Britta was just wearing a gown, really. She came with that glass. Yeah. She, yeah, I just remember the cocktail. The, the, fact that you said, the fact that you said just and really describe my feelings on the look. It's just like <laughs> I forgot it. It's forgettable. Yeah. Even Jackie, like I remember her, like it's her outfit was kind of bizarre. Mm-hmm. It like it looked like it's a little girl outfit, and then she had um, the writing across the chest that like it just didn't really feel connected. But still, it was memorable. It was very yeah. graphic, and I remember it. Yeah, and everybody Actually, had everybody was pretty memorable, except for honestly Heidi. I don't even know what Heidi was wearing either. Off the top of my head. Heidi in closet. She was wearing like that pink leprosy print. Leprosy remember? print. Oh. With, the with the fastener. Leprosy print. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now that I remember, it is, in fact, a boot. I loved so. her living for Yeah, Gigi I actually should have said that. Heidi and Britta are my... Heidi and Britta are not... Were my least favorites. And this... And mm-hmm. for the entrance looks. I will say... I will caveat what I said about... Um, about Jackie, I I really commend her because she put an incredible amount of thought into all of her looks, and I really appreciate that she explains them after the fact on Instagram. I don't know if any if you follow her, but she will give a recap of every look that she's chosen for Drag Race and explains why she did what she did. Mm. And this one was based off of um, or influenced by or inspired by nineteen um, fifties Mickey Mouse Club garb. I don't know what those are. Entrance, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I like that. It just, I mean, that, the execution was good. It just wasn't outstanding to me. Yeah. The, the entrance look is also always interesting because I feel like you never, they never know what they're going to have them do. So you want to wear something that's like kind of like you know, outlandish or that, like that's always going to be what your entrance look because people will always remember that as your judge. But I feel like sometimes they've started to be a little more casual in the sense of like, they don't know if they're going to be swimming in a tank or if they're going to be on a trampoline, or uh, they have they have them do some crazy shit. I love that you say that, Jimmy. Do you mind sharing what Crystal told you? You told us this via our group chat about her makeup. Oh yeah, and why? Wait. Oh yes, Crystal wanted to do her makeup differently. Um, if you look on my Instagram, there's a there's a p- the picture with me and Crystal. Um, you can look at her makeup, and that she wanted to do that makeup for the entrance look like that was her plan and what was it um for those who don't it was just it's just like crazy clown makeup it's like even crazier than she came in with it's like the eyebrows are uneven and there are different colors and there are shapes and the lips are like crazy uneven asymmetrical clown lips it was just like way crazier than what she did um but she couldn't do it because the runway challenge was literally they they walked in they filmed them chatting for two seconds and then they had 20 minutes to change and they changed into their like fall and spring looks. That's crazy. So it was like, it was like immediate, they got there and immediately changed after they so, entered. Unless you're Nina Bonita Brown turning into a peach covering your face. <laughs> 20 minutes is not enough time to switch. Like I, so you're, essentially the, the makeup that you were where he was wearing, she was wearing um, was not going to transition quickly. So she decided to change it. Yeah, right. yeah, because I mean, literally getting in, like, getting in and out of costumes takes a long time, and let alone trying to, like, completely change your makeup after you've changed, you literally have five minutes left. How so, long does it take you to, to beat your face, Jimmy? Um, I can, I can, like, bang something out really quickly if I have to, but, like, my ideal scenario is, like, two and a half, three hours. 
Oh my god. Oh my god. So like on when do you normally like when you do shows, when do you like what days are they? Um, I only I usually if I'm doing things, it's either like a Friday or a Saturday. Yeah. So okay, interesting. So you just like it takes up a lot of your day because then you have to like change and stuff and oh do you yeah. Talk, do you yeah, talk yeah, a yeah. lot? Or do you wear outfits? Oh, that I don't. don't necessarily- I do a I do a we call it the mash. And it's Ooh. where you put I'm your pads on and then you put on like four layers, not even four, like six layers of tights over your pads and you're wearing so many tights that everything's like mashed, mashed. into like <laughs> a new smooth amalgamation, a new formation. God, the poor penis and drag mashed right. and tucked She's, away. Yeah. So I just, uh, it's, it's way more comfortable just to mash. It's literally if you tucked it between your legs and then like hiked up your boxer briefs, that's literally all I do. Hmm. Hmm. Which is oddly my morning routine anyway. Yeah, so I'm gonna try that tomorrow. You already do it. Yeah, I. So you uh, two and a half, three hours. That's a. I mean, people like. I hope that people like consider that, like when, especially when you're watching like Drag Race, how impressive these looks are throughout the season. Oh yeah, they really have to. They don't get that long. They get. I think it's two hours to do your makeup and get into your costume and be ready to go. That's great. And go. Knowing that, like, good job, Nina. Like, the shit that she pulled, like, wow. She did that in Right, when she hours. came out and she just had her face done and she, like, had part of the, like, ribcage done yeah, on the mountain lip sync. It's like, yeah, she was, clearly she should have been smart and realized that she did not have enough time for all that. Yeah. But she just didn't, she didn't have a lot of time to do it. It makes me think about the interview with Kelly Mantle describing her experience. Oh, yeah. If you guys have never seen the the Hey Queen interview, if you Google or YouTube Kelly Mantle Hey Queen, she does like a, there's like a three minute clip where she kind of explains her experience. Oh, mama. Oh, she's like pretty much saying like, it literally is a race, but the producers the whole time are obviously just like pestering you or they're trying to obviously like push story and get you to talk about certain things, which I would imagine if I were a drag queen, I would obviously like you have a ritual where you like kind of like to focus and have your own thing. And she's she was recounting a, a conversation with her and vivacious, and it, it's just, it, it, mama, it was terrible. They tried to drown me in the ocean. Um, she, yeah, she does like impersonations of uh, vivacious, and the the producers are like pushing her, yeah, to ask them questions and like about their life to get them to start saying stuff for TV. Yeah. If you really, want, if you goes, really want to learn just, it, book she was just saying like I was just trying to do my makeup but like they're over here forcing me to ask these questions and (laughs) so ridiculous uh yeah if you guys ever want to learn about like what it's like to be on drag race truly you should check out hey queen on youtube kidding um yeah so what else did you guys think I am drawing a blank here that was their um, tangent oh so we had walk-ins walk-ins the mini challenge challenge, which was a runway show which I'm sure Joe loved because it's a lot of looks to look at and talk about um takeaways my top takeaways for the looks actually i really enjoyed heidi and closets um the drape look before it the fell one where off. her hat fell off where, yeah <laughs> i i've weirdly really appreciated it um and who's he what's what's her name widow von du really impressed me Ooh, the yeah. the labeja jokes or the puns i were top notch in my opinion what about you guys yeah um i obviously Gigi. I think she. Oh yeah, Gigi yeah. looks. Period. period. Oh, we haven't we haven't even talked about her uh, this queen yet. Um, uh, I can't even remember her name. The French one, Nikki. Oh, Nikki doll. Nikki doll. So I uh, she. So first off, I am expecting to see a lot of really great looks, and she did do a lot of fantastic looks, especially for this mini mini challenge. 
I think Gigi outdid her just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like Nikki Doll's looks. Like the when she came out with that, like Jean-Paul Gaultier, like with the hat tilted, the fastener, everyone screamed. Really? Yeah, they love her. And she was a lot more personable than I thought she was. Um it which surprised me because because she's a look queen, I was expecting like a boring personality and she was kind of funny in the um the, the testimonials. Mm-hmm. I uh, appreciate that like them them showing her kind of giving the uh the producer's shit for being annoying. Not being annoying, being like girl like I, I have with- I have an accent. Like deal yeah. like not everyone yeah. talks like an, a valley girl. But anyways, yeah, I really like Nikki's looks. I love I love Gigi's looks and I love Widow's looks. I wasn't a Again, I wasn't a fan of um, Heidi and Closet's looks. I didn't love them. Some of them could have stayed in the closet. (laughs) She was funny, though, when that hat came off. She kept walking. She's she's like, what what did she say? I love her so much. I don't care what she's wearing. I don't care what she's wearing. Yep, I agree. I don't care. I all speaking of I don't care what they're wearing, I appreciated that we got um, Mayhem Miller and Kimora Black as the um did you guys clock right. that? Mayhem was like, that, that was mayhem and kimura yeah i didn't realize that i feel like kimura just woke up and that was just like the outfit she was wearing she feels like she always looks like <laughs> kim kardashian but mayhem was that is high drag at its finest uh, i have to say i really love the idea of using the runway like the spring and fall runway um as like the first challenge to make the girls go through because i think it gives everyone a really good idea of who that queen is like right off the bat Mm -hmm. i think Mm -hmm. that's why it was such a strong like season seven has so many strong characters in it and it really the runway challenge is a perfect place for you to describe who your drag character is and if you think about it it, it, like all of those queens in season seven like oh my gosh they're all like katya she came out with the 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 raccoon or whatever and violet came out and she was fashion with the reveal it was like they all really solidified who they were in that first episode and i think this gave the girls another chance to do that and so just like in general i think it's a great concept i agree and i I was gonna i was gonna to comment that as well you people often say like that violet was kind of like a sleeper for the win that bitch, the she first 10 strong. minutes of the episode, she had that iconic reveal yeah. on the runway. Like, she's, she pissed on that stage the second she got there, and, and I've always appreciated that. That's when, in my eyes, that's when Violet won the season, the first 15 minutes. Immediately. Immediately. Who do y'all, who was that for y'all this season? They did the same challenge. Who was, who was the winner? Hmm. Jimmy? Gigi. Gigi. I think Gigi. Based on this first yeah. challenge, Gigi. Gigi, Absolutely. for sure. Yeah, I have to agree. I have I have a lot of thoughts on Gigi, and I feel like we're going to be talking about her a lot this season. She's I think she's a polished queen. Um, I'm going to plug a little bit. Um, if you haven't listened to the Drag Race Recap um, podcast with Joe and Taylor the Latte Boy, I highly recommend you saying that. They have a really great conversation about Gigi and how she is – she was – super young when drag race first came out. So she kind of grew up with it. And so like, she's had all these years to prepare to be on drag race. And so like, uh, I think Taylor calls her like a, a fembot who's like prepared to be on this. And like, she's like, 
manufactured in this way. Um, and I completely agree with that. Like she is like so polished mm-hmm. and like just made to be on the show. And she kind of reminds me of like how Aquaria was so polished. And like, we were like, yes, you are meant to be a winner of RuPaul's Drag Race because you're so good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I highly recommend you watch or listen to that. Retweet. I also feel like she came prepared too for like any safety issues because she literally wore helmets the entire episode. <laughs> I, I love, love that. I, I appreciate that she's like she's a, to to compare to Aquaria <laughs> in terms of being the fashion girl. Uh, it seems like Gigi's got a little bit of like an edge that makes her different in terms of like I'm I'm I'm, I'm still excited to see what she's going to do. Whereas I before you could argue that like oh she's just like the predictable like boring fashion girl mm-hmm. and I think this first episode we definitely saw that's not the case so I definitely agree. Fucking twenty one years old, Brett. How old are you, or Jimmy? I'm twenty. Oh, fucking young people. Fucking bitch. Just a fucking baby. Just, just a little a baby. Baby. Gosh. <laughs> um. God, that's good for you. Enjoy it, Mary. That's why you're so skinny and pretty. Um. So oh, after the, the age. Just the age. It'll catch up to you. Don't worry, sweetie. Just just a little chapstick is all you need. Um, So after that, we get to the workroom and they reveal that the challenge is actually not, I would expect for a a first season premiere that we were going to get a, you know, some sort of runway or design challenge. And they gooped us right away with the, um, the performance and the rap. Yeah. The track with the bits track. And I mean, as seasoned rappers ourselves, uh, if you guys haven't heard the version of uh, Break Up Bye Bye by me, George, and Jimmy, <laughs> I recommend that you uh, maybe listen with like one head, one earphone in. George and I definitely are lip syncing for our lives after that challenge. <laughs> We're in the bottom two. Ooh, I'm Jimmy and Brett. Jimmy makes the boy sweat, but they ain't seen nothing yet. True. That's just a sneak peek. You have to check out the final track. If you want to like, the rest of my like, on that, when do, when do we get a soundboard? OnlyFans? Should we? Do we have an OnlyFans? Let's get one. Let's get it to OnlyFans. Let's do it. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't listen to this show, so if we have one, I didn't even know. Um, Jimmy, what did you think of the the idea? How would you feel as a contestant on the show if it's day one and you already have to write a lyric and rap in front of Nicki Minaj? Like, how... How on a scale of one to ten, how much would you shit your panties? Um, I, it, oh my god, terrifying! It'd be terrifying, but I think it's the perfect first challenge out the gate. Completely. I think it's, you can't really do it. You can't do it if you have fourteen queens because we just you just don't have time for fourteen verses. So it's the perfect time for this type of challenge because you've split the girls up. We're trying to get to know them, um, but you also really like the first challenge. Really needs to be like. This is a drag queen thing. Drag queens should know how to do this. Um, so usually it's that fashion challenge. A drag queen should be able to put together an outfit out of random shit um, quickly. And I think that's a great first challenge. But I think this is another good one because it involves wit with writing. It involves delivery with your performance of the rap. It involves dancing. All of these things are things that relate very closely to drag. And a lot sometimes they do challenges that really are fun to watch on TV, but like don't really have much to do with drag. And so it really like, they got down to the nitty gritty really quickly. Um, and it was kind of low stakes for the girls, which they didn't know, but no one was going to go home, but it was a great opportunity to get to know them. And it was really well-rounded. It got, we got to know how smart they were, what their sense of humor was all from just like these rhymes that they wrote and how they wrote about themselves. So 
I, I loved it as a first challenge. Agreed. And it's also, I'm, I'd be curious to find out how much time they had to actually write mm-hmm. those verses. Yeah. Because, I mean, for to toot Joe Batanz's horn, the lyrics he wrote for all of us were so fucking good. And, I mean, <laughs> even if he wrote them in one sitting, like, it's so impressive. I, I feel like a lot of these verses or a lot of these queens really were so, so clever. And, they, yeah. like, it was, I mean, even if they probably only had a few hours, um, it just, I, I just love like thinking about how quickly their, their talent just has to like, it goes into overdrive and it was very fun to watch. Yeah. Like this was like this quite honestly, like obviously next to like drag race use K's shut up. Hmm? Bye bye. What is it called? Shut break up. up. Sorry. Break oh. up. Um, what do I say? It shut is up. one of the, okay, best, Lori. one of the best lip syncs or one of the uh, best um, challenge the- lip syncs that you've had to, that, that I've seen on RuPaul's drag race. Like, every single person did a really great job. Like even the worst person did a great job. Like I would say mm-hmm. that Nikki's or, um, or Jackie Cox's was probably in the bottom for me, mm-hmm. but they were still fantastic. And they're only in the bottom because the other girls just did so we're well. So you good. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so kudos to all of the Queens that episode for that challenge. I was actually kind of shocked that Nikki, um, commented on Gigi's um, lyrics. She goes, I wish I could steal that for one of my... I like that she called it out because I didn't catch it the first yeah, time. And I, I was like, that's like the sign of a true, like actually talented writer that I that she clocked it immediately. Um, yeah, Jimmy, what? Are, any other thoughts on the performance? I thought, okay, the final song itself like probably could have been produced better. It was kind of lazily produced in my opinion. I think the track could have used could have been more exciting, but that's not the girls' fault at all. The girls, the raps were all fun. If you like, listen to the lyrics. Um, like, it's really cool. Well, you know they can't they can't outshine RuPaul's music, so it has to be a just one right. not. And RuPaul released his own version of the song too. Did 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 she really? Yes, yes. It's a it's a single, but if you go to the single, it has two songs under it, and there's the RuPaul version. And then there's the um, there's the um, cast version, and RuPaul literally just wrote her verses because her enti- the entire song on RuPaul's version is about that fucking bit on Jimmy Fallon where he goes, "You're a drag queen," and she goes, "Drag queen, drag queen, I'm the queen of drag." The whole song is RuPaul going, "Drag queen, bitch, I'm the queen of drag, drag queen," <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, queen, you just now have- produced this was an afterthought." Jimmy, can I please have like a recording of you singing it? Yeah, that sounds like, like exactly. I'll make, I'll, make I'll make a cover. Oh, <laughs> I did lip sync to it. Lip sync, and then oh God, I was wondering. I was thinking about um, there should be a situation where we do a lip sync, the three of us. I don't know how this would happen. When you and I lip sync for our life. Yeah, we need to. Jimmy, have you ever? What's your favorite lip sync song to go to use? I feel like I've asked you this um, before. I, but... I don't, um, I like to do new stuff. Like I don't like to do something more than a few times. So I feel uh, like it's just like whatever's current from artists that I like or a fucking classic song from the 2000s um, that is burned into my brain. Um, that's like the two things that I pick from. Okay, better like question. Super recent music or older. What's your favorite song to have lip sync? on stage that like first thing that comes to uh, mind 
Okay, well, I will say, so I just, I, with my friend Diabetti, I was in one of her numbers and we did choreography. We took a week to learn it. And then we did React, the new Pussycat Dolls song. And that was so much fun. So I'll just say that because I had so much fun doing it. Oh, I like that. I like that. I would say mine is Share That Samore. Classic. Oh, all this time we'll never forgive her for not performing that when i saw her a couple months ago oh um george what was your what was your thing mine um if i ever get to perform in drag it would be um the dog days are over you do say that you i feel like you'd be barefoot i would oh, go off so on that i'd have like this ethereal type of like tool gown i'd be spinning a lot definitely would be barefoot um, I just, I want to perform that. And there's another song called Feeling Good. Um, it's a Navici remix. Oh. Um, it's super slow. So it'd be like a powerful song to sing. And I, I wish I had the range for it, but I don't think I do. So Dog D's really George, do you know the fashion brand Zimmerman? Not off the top of my head. Okay, well, look them up because I feel like if your vibe is like Florence and like ethereal and flowy, you'll really love um, Zimmerman. That's What's funny is that like that's not my vibe every like day. Oh, I'm no, looking I at totally it now. It's like <gasps> tea, isn't it? Isn't it like glam? It's like glam, boho, ethereal, Florence Absolutely. to the machine, but glam. Like she's. I love. I yeah. love. Oh, you'll like be wearing they're, that. They're in at like a horse race in the Hamptons. And they have like a, a glass of champagne in their hand and they're rich. You don't need to be but at a like horse boho. race to have champagne in your hand, girl. I love yeah. everything here. That's it's great. expensive. Zimmerman? Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Style. Um, so that was the look segment. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, I've, we have been. I feel like we're already forty-five minutes in, and we haven't even gotten to any rumors yet. So well, before we before we go to the rumors, I do want to talk about uh, the lip sync, and I want to know your thoughts because I had a very interesting reaction to it. In that, I feel like as great of a lip sync as it was, it w- we had Widow Von Du and Gigi Good performing Starships, which I think is a like top-notch like drag. Like if, if you're going on Drag Race and you have to lip sync, like. If you get that song Starships, like you're going to, I feel like you like are destined, you have to do it right. You know, like some songs they get are like, oh, it's kind of a dud. Like it's not really their fault. It's not inherently like meant to be a good lip sync song. This is everything. But in your opinion, do you guys think that Widow kind of screwed herself? Because I feel like Widow was amazing, but she kind of let, let all of her tricks out of the bag to start. And she wasn't even in danger of going home. Like, do you guys think that if she lip syncs again, like, do you expect to be that as impressed? Or, like, what were your thoughts on her completely going ham uh, from the very beginning? Like, I feel like she just had trick after trickery, after joint change, after flip. Um, I don't know. I would love to be surprised, but I'm scared that people are going to get bored with it. Um, so, yeah, people were, like, gagging over her. Like, oh, that's it's like, Literally everything that she did blew people's minds somehow it's like they've never seen a split on drag race before 
What is it about every time you see Any a death time drop a queen or split? Does it, people go off, like I, scream. My hand raises. Uh, when I, a jumping split is just amazing to see, it and is. especially the camera work on it. The camera work on Widows is was so good. It literally is moving with her, and it's at that different angle, and it just like mm-hmm. it gave. It, it just, uh, it's just when it's a new queen every time. As long as it's new footage of a new queen doing it, it will always be like <laughs> yes, just because it's fun to watch. It, it is. You're just like that is so good like that it's just so pleasing to watch it's like one of those satisfying compilations it's like it's just good to watch a queen fucking jump up in the air and rip her legs in half and then fucking slam her cooch her into the ground on shatter her kneecaps and then pound <laughs> right. her balls that are already up her butthole into this glass so, runway i will say i follow a lot of people i've never been to a widow show but being from the same state i kind of have lots of people that like have performed in shows with her and are in her mm-hmm. shows or have been to her shows. So I've seen lots of stories um, of Widow performing. And I just have to say, like, people are like, oh, she should have she should have saved some of it for another lip sync. But I think for Widow, this is just what she does. That's just yeah. a lip sync for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she does that and she bucks when she goes out. She does that every time. And that's like her style. Yeah, and like to your point, and this is this is what I was gonna try to get to, was that like people do enjoy watching this, and although she might be doing the same thing if she lip syncs again, people are gonna love it still. Like they're not gonna be like, oh, right, she's, she's got doing a new look on it's a new song. Yeah, slam like, it again because I will still live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think people are gonna get tired of it. No, and I, I have a feeling that we're she will be one of the lip sync assassins for the from this season for sure. I would pay money to go see her show. If she's in the bottom a lot, because I don't well, think you, she'll end up at the bottom very much. Well, you know they will find out yeah, because this is a podcast for rumors. Is it? I don't. Oh, like, am I, don't I like the spoilers? Wrong yeah, sir, I gotta go. I don't like spoilers. Um... But yeah, there really was nothing to spoil this episode, though, which is great. So I feel like it was just a nice viewing experience. There were no expectations. And we didn't really know a lot about the lip sync other than the song. And I was so, so impressed with the two of them. So A-plus start to begin with. Um, I'm sure her chiropractor somewhere, Widow Von Du's chiropractor, is going to use this footage in 20 years when she <laughs> wonders her why. Her company is going to be like, ma'am. Girl, and you know, you know, drag queens are independent contractors. They don't have insurance. <laughs> what a what a gag! Truly, truly dedicated to the art. Um, I was so happy with this episode. We got to see a little bit of Untucked. I really didn't have anything too groundbreaking to take away from Untucked. No. This. I actually, oh, there is one thing I want to know. I just want to make it noted: this is the first t- first episode, and Crystal has already been criticized by Michelle Visage for her makeup for it not being different. Despite the fact that she's red, she's a completely different color in one of the times. (laughs) So Um, we'll just say this is time number one. Michelle has read Crystal's makeup. Episode one. She's already been criticized for not switching it up. We knew Michelle's not going to live for her drag. That what else is new? She's that girl. I knew she was. She was. She just got a talk show. Apparently I saw that on Twitter a few hours ago. uh, The Vivian with the Vivian. Really? Yeah. Right. I feel like the casual like viewer won't be able to tell them apart if the Vivian's in drag. <laughs> or they'll think Michelle's a drag queen. Oh, Lord, Michelle is definitely a drag queen. Uh, shout out to Michelle Visage. We love you, girl. Friend of the pod. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, 
We're, uh, we're getting a call from our executive producer. Apparently we're canceled. So that's going to be a, uh, <laughs> we're going to wrap the show up here. George and I have a reservation at Applebee's and Jimmy, I'm sure you have to go too. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we are so excited to be back talking about season 12 of Drag Race. And I can't wait to come back and figure out what kind of show we're doing next when I talk to Joe in two seconds. <laughs>